listening to Coffee and Deadlifts equals a great day with Louisa Collin from Metwell Fitness. Hey guys, I'm Colin. Hi, I'm Louise. And welcome to Coffee and Deadlifts. On our coffee, guys, we're actually drinking at the minute Mark Smith's Food Solutions Limited. They're his coffees. Coffee, actually really lovely coffee. It's just kicked in, so if I talk really fast, I'm kind of sorry. It is actually nice because it's not bitter. Yeah. Nice. And I like yeah. it. Cool. Right, on that topic, we're actually talking about nutrition stuff today, so... Yeah. Yeah. And right. this is going to directly help us with our gut health because coffee makes you <laughs> use your gut health. Yeah. If I'm going to look at it. Coffee's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we're kind of <clears throat> looking at nutrition and just giving a little bit of a background into our own uh, experience with our own gut health and how you could be doing everything you're meant to be doing, but you're still having issues with your gut. Yeah. I suppose. Um, so... When it comes to your feelings, your mood, your energy, it all comes from your gut. So if we're talking from an anatomy point of view, serotonin has been actually shown to sometimes be produced from uh, from your gut wall as well. And there's been um, studies done on your gut wall being similar to that as your brain. So you literally feel what you eat. You're not just made of what you eat, you feel what you eat. So that makes sense. That you are what you come from. You are what you eat, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, even down to your feelings as well. Do you feel that? You know, if you eat like really shit foods. Yeah, like I've said it before in the past where like pasta. I can't have a bowl of pasta. Yeah. I'm sluggish, I'm tired and, you know, I, I just, I can't function on it. Yeah. So. Why do you think pasta does that to you? I don't know. I've always put it down because it's a heavy carb meal. Yeah. But it could be like that, something in my gut that just, it doesn't agree. Yeah. Or it could come from that whole, I'm a protein fat person. It could come from someone's, you know, carbs and protein. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's so I, many different. Factors. I find like that as well, but I had to sort out my gut health before I could actually break down food. So like potatoes and certain carbohydrates, even bread, absolutely annihilated my stomach before, and I would yeah. literally be like an old man in the morning, full of wind. <laughs> it was not nice. Yeah. Um, but because I had to sort out my gut health first and for, first and foremost, but I find that certain foods would make me feel good. Certain foods would make me feel bad. Yeah. So like. <sighs> Then the, what if you have like certain foods like that sometimes can make you feel good and sometimes can make you feel bad? Yeah, that's like, true. You seen me only last week where I got my bloods done, everything came back 100%. But yeah. I scammed legs and a bit of toast and I hit a huge slump. You hit a massive slump after Massive slump. But there seems to be a yeast imbalance. Yeah. And I think that's what's creeping back in you. Yeah, so it could be back to Candida, which I've had before. Yeah. Or some sort of a bowel. Okay, so this is like the more you know, candida, and what is it? Yeah. So candida, you naturally have bacteria. You are full of bacteria. Sorry to mention that to you, but you're literally a walking bacteria person. Just deal with it. It's there. It's on your skin. It's on your hair. You have bacteria. But you have this little microbes that live on your skin, that live in your gut, that live in your throat, and this is where people are starting to get itchy. Um, but they actually have a little ecosystem. And if you use certain um, uh, products, say on your skin, you can upset that. If you wash too much, you can upset your good health, uh, sorry, your skin health. But then your good health gets affected by what you're also putting into you as well. So you can upset the bacteria that's inside your gut. So you have a natural flora that's meant to be there. And a lot of us, we irritate it by certain things that we eat. Stress irritates it as well. And we all have this bacteria that lives in um, our sphyloric part, which is one part of your um, intestines. So I'm trying not to get too technical here and talk too much about the digestive system because I like to draw the large intestine, the small intestine, and tell <laughs> students about it because I think it's awesome. <laughs> um, but you are literally what your gut is absorbing. And if your gut cannot absorb those things, you're kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Um, so the bacteria that we all have, this um, Sylorac bacteria, some people find that it overgrows and it can get irritated, which what is what happened to me. So when I was um, in my teens, I was hospitalized for three days. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. It felt literally like my gut stopped working. That's all I can describe it as. Um, I had some nasty experiences with a nurse and a suppository that I really don't want to go into, um, but I kind of will. <laughs> I know, I share too much about this stuff. But I just think that, you know, a lot of us don't talk about this stuff and I think it's important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, my gut literally felt like it stopped working. I was in extreme pain um, and all I was told by the end of it, I have a bit of irritable bowel syndrome, off you go, eat more bran. And I was left for like 10 years with that. So, you know, I found out by trial and error that dairy doesn't suit me yeah. you know you see me with milk i'm kind of a little bit afraid of cream but it's yeah. just i've experienced that and the, the pain and discomfort and the headaches that i get after having uh, dairy i just i just can't tolerate it yeah. um you know and a lot of people are going through this so there might be something that's triggering off their gut but what i found out is that i had this um this um hb this type of bacteria that was just overgrown and i got the skin rash i lost a fingernail it was kind of crazy um, and I had to go on extreme like tablets to get rid of it. Yeah. And then after that, it was fine. So recently, you got your bloods done because you yeah. had a candida problem before. Before, yeah, and the, the symptoms are kind of coming back. Mm -hmm. So like, like I said, eating certain foods, and I just hit a huge slump afterwards. Yeah. No energy during the day, as much as I try to fake it. He farts a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like I mean, I'm walking around like ninety percent of the time with no energy, just completely drained mm -hmm. and everything. I don't think I have enough probiotics in my system at mm -hmm. this stage. So I'm going to have to go back onto, uh, what was that? Like, there's tablets. I don't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I just take what I'm told to take. <laughs> um, and natural yogurt. So up the natural probiotics yeah. in the body to yeah. try and sort out my gut. Yeah. And there's been a lot of talk about, like, your gut health in the last number of years. And a lot of people are aware now of not just putting in your probiotics and not just putting in your, um, your things like your natural yogurt. But it's also preparing your gut to have good bacteria. So that's yeah. why eating your greens is something that we promote. We probably don't go into enough detail of saying to people the reason being is that fibre and your greens, like a broccoli, imagine the head of that going in and cleaning out your um, inside wall. But then you also need to be careful about certain things like cauliflower and broccoli because bacteria lives on them. So a lot of people are confused about what can I eat, what can't I eat. And I think a lot of times, unfortunately, it's trial and error um, yeah. when it comes to this. But just paying attention to your body. So what you've experienced in the past, you feel it's coming back again. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I can't explain why. Like, I thought it was my thyroid again. But um, they, everything, you know, does come back 100%, even my cholesterol and everything. Yeah. Everything is perfect. Okay. But yet, like I say, if I eat a certain food or whatever, I'm just down. Yeah. And it's almost to the point I'm like getting frustrated. I'm like, why am I tired? I'm yeah. having 20 fucking five cups of coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. I'm still tired. Yeah. And you're on? eating good food and training yeah. and whatever else, which is very yeah. difficult then to deal with that. Yeah. Um, and I, I know when I had this bacterial um, issue in the past, um, I was tired all the time. I'd sleep during the day. I had no energy. Felt really uncomfortable with myself. Very bloated. Like certain clothes, like for instance, even jeans and stuff like that. Now I just avoid because I got so used to pain on my stomach. Yeah. And um, so I just avoid certain things that would press onto my stomach. Um, and you'd be surprised how many of our clients who are going through that same thing. They have digestive problems, they have irritable bowel syndrome, they have Crohn's disease. There are so many different digestive issues, issues yeah. out there. Um, and we're all afraid to talk about it. So essentially what you're taking in to you, you can be having a really, really good diet. You can be eating the right stuff, you can be doing the right things. But if your gut health is off, 
it's going to affect not only how you feel your energy levels but it affects your mood as well absolutely like you know like you see me that day we were in tesco had me scrambled eggs bit yeah. of bread and i was like get me the fuck out of here yeah before i kill someone so basically yeah it's I was just, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i just i had to get away from a public place i had to go take a nap mm. and just recharge myself yeah because of the food i just ate which wasn't bad it was two slices of bread and like probably two or three yeah, eggs. Scrambled eggs yeah yeah that's all it was yeah. and a cup of coffee but because of the yeast that's present in bread and like for instance your mom is great for this like she yeah. really figured out with you when you were in your teens when you were your teens, like secondary school yeah she figured out like certain yeast products bread products and whatever else she brought you to the right people she got you on yeah. the right products fair play to her yeah and um, but a lot of people are going around with this discomfort in their gut and they're afraid to go and do anything about it so do what we've done go get a blood test yeah go to your doctor like we're not medical professions we're personal trainers we have nutrition backgrounds yeah and um, you know but go to your doctor figure it out get your blood test done ask for um, a further test where they test other parts of you as well and you can get that it. done make your poop <laughs> make your poop that's okay do we need to go through this no that's how i go through this again okay <laughs> okay I, I, but i'm I... no no, no. <laughs> so, so they they can test your poop and it's okay um, it's what was that girl on the telly who used to like? Oh, Gillian. Yeah, go to her. There you go. Yeah, sorry. But she like sniffed it. Yeah. Like a bit, much. a bit much. It was a bit much. But I can understand <laughs> like what you leave behind in the toilet. You kind of do need to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, and certain people like like a big sign, and not to freak anybody out, but like the color of your poop will tell you an awful lot about what's happening internally. Yeah. Like people see blood in their stools, they see like black stools, and that's a sign of serious health issues. So you've got to go to your doctor, you've got to start talking about this and not being afraid to talk a little bit about it. It's okay. Yeah. And doctors use it, it's what they're there for. Yeah. Use them. Yeah, pretty much. So if you go and you get your blood test done, like what you've done, like what I've done, yeah, and everything comes back clear and normal, okay, fine. But there's still an issue, you have to figure out what that issue is. Absolutely. So what way did you, or what way are you figuring out? I'm issue? still waiting, I have a few people in the pipeline just, um, it's the pendulum test isn't it yeah that's what figured it out for me before yeah um i can't explain you can explain that better it's it's there's kinesiology test there's pendulum test as well as these which is an alternative medicine for you to be able to figure it out um, hippies uh-huh hippies hippies like me <laughs> pretty much hippies like me and um, even when it comes to the um amatsu qualification that i have and um, you actually can test there's a kinesiology test that you can use to figure out how people's gut health is um, and I've done it with you before, the few pressure points that you yeah. can figure out. So there is a method behind the madness for yeah. the very alternative but Yeah, no, but that's there. exactly what it came back work, for though. me. Yeah, it did work for me. Because um, the last time it happened, I got my blood done and stuff like that. A certain amount came back with the thyroid. Mm -hmm. um, but then the pendulum test did the very same thing. It's like yeah. candida and thyroid. Which is amazing. Like, you know, people that hear that and they go, really? Just someone waves a pendulum over you? Yeah. You'd be surprised how that brings you to it. So I have a, a friend of mine who does um, a, a really cool, I think it's called T TCM. Um, and uh, he will use different vials um, of, of everything from mercury right through. And he'll test your body for it. And it's amazing what he's been able to help people out with. So alternative medicines can be really, really profound and can really help as well. And because yeah. I do alternative medicines, I do see the effects of what things like a matsu, which is a, a Japanese physical therapy, that can make a difference. You can go to people and they can help you, especially if you've gone the medical route and it's not working. But I do believe both medical and alternative need to work together so that you get the best results. Yeah, I think so. You Absolutely, know? yes. So talk, talk to your doctor, find out those first. If, yeah. if you are having any symptoms or anything that you're not sure of, and then second, 
maybe to a different kind of specialist Absolutely. Um, and then a nutritionist as well I think it's important to look down that route what I've seen from a nutritionist point of view that works is if you um, just start logging what you're eating just yeah. start logging what you're eating and how you feel by and large that's what they ask you to do yeah like um, we have a girl with IBS and like yeah. that it's trial and error at the minute yeah big time um, yeah, so it's like certain foods mm -hmm. that you kind of can't have, and there's some days you can have them, some days yeah. you can't. So it, it, it really is, it's down to, yeah. you know, what you're doing, what you're putting into your body, and some days will agree, some days won't. Well, so why not find out the answers? There's a bit of um, an idea that I forgot about, really. Um, so a lot of times when your gut is irritated, people think, oh, I just ate this meal. Yeah. So for instance, prime example, you had scrambled eggs yeah. and um, some brown bread. You know, which actually should have been with soda bread, so you're talking a very low amount of yeast, which yeah. shouldn't spark off if there's a bacterial infection there in your gut. Um, but it's not just what you ate right there and then. You actually need to backtrack about three days. Wow, yeah. So what did you eat in the last three days before that? What did you consume in the last three days? What was your stress level like in the last three days? Yeah. And that will give you more of an indication. So a lot of people are like, but I had really good today. And then so what you yesterday? Oh, I had a McDonald's and I did this and I that. And then, you know, okay, well, there's a bloody answer. Yeah. You know, so sometimes things ferment and sit in your gut, especially if you have irritation in the gut wall or you have um, an overgrown of bacteria that shouldn't be there. Now, that's saying you're meant to have a certain amount of bacteria. Bacteria is healthy. It's good okay. Yeah. It's good for you. And actually a test they used to do in the health stores when it came to um, testing certain supplements is if they gave you a probiotic is that probiotic still present in your stool when it comes out and if it's a really good probiotic it will last through the whole um seven meters of your gut wall right. yeah which is pretty cool and so you know it's okay for you to have certain bacteria present it's, it's fine and um, but sometimes people i don't know they just don't pay attention to their gut um, and i think there's a certain point where we can look at it that it's also trust your gut as well yeah so trust how you're feeling. Your gut tells you a lot. So see where our client has her bowel, how stress really impacts her. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and even with some of our clients, emotionally speaking, you, you know yourself, you get butterflies in your tummy. Yeah. If you're upset, your gut kind of feels off. People don't want to eat when they're upset or they want to eat loads and upset. Yeah, it's, it's a comfort food or yeah. it's just, I just can't eat food right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, everyone can affect it. So if we're going back to our gut wall, you're talking, what are you eating? What have you had three days before? And what are you constantly chowing down on that might actually be irritating you? Yes. Listening to your gut and trusting your gut. Is it stress related? Is it food related? And it really is. Like it took me 10 years, like <laughs> logging in. What did I eat? What have I had in the last few days? And then I went, yeah. okay, just stop eating dairy. And that's made a big difference. I can Absolutely. now eat bread. Whereas before I used to think that I was almost celiac, which yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And that's the thing, some people might dub themselves as being celiac or lactose intolerant. Medically speaking, you need to go and get tested and get diagnosed as having. Yeah, yeah, you there's know? no point in having a bit of bread and some milk and going, oh, well, I can't take this or like this. Yeah. You know, it could be one or the other, it could be yeah. both. Yeah. Go get tested. The same with some people where they've kind of literally drilled themselves down to go, all I can eat is like Rice Krispies. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, there's dry. nothing else I can eat. <laughs> dry. Yeah. So that's not the case. That's not the case. Yeah. You need to start listening a little bit more to what you're actually consuming yeah. and uh, paying attention to your gut, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And then there are other stuff that can simulate, like too much caffeine can simulate, like mental health problems and stuff like that. We drink a lot, but it seems to be with us. Well, the, the hyperactivity, <laughs> caffeine is fine. We've done it before. We've come off coffee for like four days. Yeah. And when you took actually coffee again, 
Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whack of it. Yeah. Um, and I know lately both of us have kind of gone, right, we'll chill out on coffee just to help us sleep a little bit more, chill out in the evenings, because we get home late after, you know, dealing with clients until yeah. 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> looking at the coffee that you're you're taking in, looking at the liquid you're taking in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but the likes of your monsters, your Red Bulls, they're yeah. too easy, they're too accessible, and they're a very quick pick-me-up. They work. Mm-hmm. By all means, they have their time and place. I just wouldn't be overdoing it. You know, so like your gut could be fine, but you could be hitting the slump after your crown monster. Well, so you can charge it, yeah. So maybe that morning I could have had a pre workout that I forgot about, yeah, and just hit a slump after and oh no, just yeah, I'm fucked, it's and it's the, it's the bread, yeah. You know, it, it's very simple. So just again, just be mindful Absolutely. of what you're eating. Have the time and place, just yeah. don't overdo it. Yeah, I was actually in the shop last night, I was picking up a bit of food for us after work, and like. So what time did I get home? Like half nine, ten o'clock? Yes, nearly ten o'clock, yeah. Right, and in the shop, I hope whoever's listening doesn't realise what shop we go to, <laughs> this woman got a, a bottle of Lucas Ice. Yeah. And like half nine, quarter to ten. Now that to me is bizarre. Now it might sound like a, I don't know, is there such a thing as approved, if someone is approved for drinking? <laughs> I don't know. But I find that a little bit too much. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't need the lucasate energy that you're going to get out of that at yeah. this time of night you know i could be judgmental she might be doing shift work yeah how do i know she go, could be going for the next morning yeah exactly yeah, you don't know but at but the same time you have other people who nine o'clock at night have a cup of coffee to relax wow so there's no better receptors there at all no there's no <laughs> receptors what yeah. what is that that's, it's just your caffeine intolerance so like if mm-hmm. if you remember the first time you had a cup of coffee or Go have a cup of coffee and see how much of a spike you get. Yeah. So your beta receptors are very low and then you build up a tolerance to mm-hmm. coffee. So your coffee, that's why you start off with one cup a day and you're fucking flying for that day. Then the next day you have to have two. Then the next day you have to have four just to get the same thing. Yes, so yeah. your beta receptors are dropping each time. Okay. The, the tolerance, you know, so your yeah. your tolerance to caffeine just becomes normal. Yeah. Like I could have, you, I was very bad at one stage where I could have a pre-workout, do an hour training and go to bed. Wow. Yeah. I've seen you do that, have a cup yeah. of coffee and then go to bed. Yeah. Or psychologically, I just couldn't switch off. I have it in my head that I've just had a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, pardon me, the coffee's repeating on me as I said. <laughs> um, no. But whereas like, for me, like coffee is a fuel source. And you'd see me when we used to do like training in the morning, something yeah. like that. I'd come in at six o'clock in the morning and during a workout, I'd be sipping on a coffee. Yeah. Because in my head, that's, that's, that's my that's my fuel. That's my pre-workout. Yeah. And I'd say people were like that before, but then just built that intolerance that like cup of coffee and I'll go to sleep. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, a, f- a friend of mine, and she'll know who she is because the amount of sugar that she puts into her coffee. So you know who you are. Um, <laughs> if she listens, then I know she listens. Um, it's like six spoonfuls of sugar into her coffee. It's just destroying the coffee. I know. That's blasphemy. Now I know she's cut <laughs> down recently. I know she cut down recently and she's working on her health and fair play to her. Her hair still blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just was like shocked. I just couldn't. And she'd have X amount of the day. And with, just with the, the line of work she's in and nighttime work or whatever else, unbelievable. But how does your body switch off? How does your body relax? And I don't think it can. If you keep fueling it all the time with sugar, 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 and the wrong foods, and you know, and looking after your good health, and even taking a probiotic every so often if you've been on an antibiotic, all of those things, yeah. how do you expect to keep going? Your, your gut will determine your mood. I really believe that. I believe what Absolutely. you eat will determine how you feel. But it has to be consistent. Time. You can't take a probiotic today and say, ah, I'm not in the humor for tomorrow. Yeah. You have to be consistent. It's true. That's how you're going to like sort out your issues. Yeah. Like anything, consistency yeah. is key. Absolutely. So, okay. So yeah. when it comes to what we want to get across today, I suppose in a way, trust your gut and remember that your gut health is paramount to your own health. So it's not just about training. It's not just about 
the group you're eating, you could be doing all the right stuff and still you're like, there's something wrong here. Yeah. And we've been driven demented with that. You've experienced yeah. that, I've experienced that. It's like, I'm doing everything right that I've been told is right, but it might not be right for you. We keep going back to this, the individuality of someone. Yeah. You know, pay attention. What works for you might not work for me and vice versa. No, everything is individuals. Everyone. You know, so like me with my pasta, I can't have pasta because I ate some afterwards. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know, you might feel I'm, I'm actually the same pretty much, but then I've had clients who run who need that pasta yeah. because they're going to be burning it off and it feels improperly for a session. It yeah. doesn't feel me. Yeah. So there's no point in me saying to this guy, no, fucking pasta shit, scrap it out of your diet. Mm-hmm. It suits you, fucking eat the thing. That bothers me actually. I had a chat with a family member of mine and the, the trainer is like six chicken breasts in one day, right? Yeah. I, you know who as well, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like the real thin girl who yeah. probably could consume twelve thousand calories or yeah, twelve hundred calories. Yeah, and stay skinny. Yeah, yeah. So he's looking at putting her on the amount. Listening to it, he's looking at putting her on this trainer, and I, he sounds good. I have to say, it sounds good, but just a generic diet. And he's like six chicken breasts and eggs and all this stuff. Like he's given about two hundred grams of protein. That technically for her her size and her shape and the weight she needs, it's actually a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Like if she got about 100 grams based on her weight and so on, she'd actually be fine. And yeah. she'd have enough to recover herself from training. So there's a lot of uh, proteins actually going into her. And she herself suffers with her gut sometimes and just her energy levels or whatever else. So she finds certain foods, she's just not listening to them. Yeah. He's given her a generic diet. And you'll hear that a lot in the fitness industry where there'll be like, protein is key, no ketogenic is key, no fats is key, no this is key. And it's like, no, it's not. <coughs> what is key is yeah. for you and you need to figure Your you out. Yeah, we'll, we'll be doing a video and a podcast on it very soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if someone says the only way to do this, the only way to lose weight is ketogenic, fuck them, just walk away. If <laughs> someone says paleo is the only way, just walk away. They're yeah. trying to get into your wallet, not into your fitness lifestyle. There is no one way when it comes to you. No, there's it's not. only your way. That's it. That's exactly. how I look like, at it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more into that on our next podcast yeah. and a video that's coming very soon. Okay. Um, I think we've covered everything. I think so. And I'm out of coffee, so I think we need to get more. Um, thank you very <laughs> much for listening, guys. And I hope Excellent. you mind your guts. Excellent. And don't forget Mark Smith Food Solutions Limited uh, for your coffee. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks. You're listening to Coffee and Deadlifts Equals a Great Day with Louise of Colin from Med12 Fitness.